Kanban on the air. Thanks for tuning in to Instagram Growth Podcast. We love having you here and it's our mission to bring you all of the latest and greatest tips, skills and know-how to make you the best Instagram marketer that you can be. We know that you have it in you and we are going to show you how. Now, let's get started. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another great episode of Comment Podcast. So here is your host, Anne, and I'm more than happy to be here today and share some useful insights on social media marketing and online marketing to help you reach your business goals and grow your online presence. I would also like to thank you for your interest in our applications, Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. These are the applications that can grow your Instagram safely, organically, and in no time without bots, fake accounts, so only organic growth and boost of your reach, exposure, and overall engagement. Thanks for growing your Instagram with us. Today, we're speaking about a very important element of branding, we are speaking about photography. When we hear the word branding, the first thing that we think of are logos, uh, panther numbers, and fonts, but it takes more than a beautiful website to create a brand that gets noticed and that gets remembered. And branding photography is the case. Joe Edelman is here to help us figure out how to attract dream clients using brand photography. So welcome to the show, Joe. Thank you for having me, Anne. It's a pleasure. Thank you. So, could you please tell me more about yourself and your area of expertise? Sure. Well, I am a photographer. I have been a photographer for 47 years now, so I've spent my whole life taking pictures. I have done a little bit of everything in the photography world. I started as a photojournalist and evolved into a commercial advertising photographer, and now, I still do some advertising work, but I spend actually most of my time teaching and helping other photographers get their careers started and build a business. Oh, that's interesting. So, you are, uh, you are in this photography world for 27, uh, 27 years, yeah. 47 years, unfortunately. Oh, 47. I'm, 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 I'm old, yes. <laughs> 47 <laughs> years. <laughs> 47, yeah, okay, that's yeah. so interesting. So is it kind of your passion? So you have never done anything but photography, yes? That's correct. I'm very fortunate. I feel like I've never really had a job. I've always done something that I, I love doing. Oh, that's so cool. Inspirational. So if you want to build a successful and sustainable photography business that fits in with your lifestyle, you have to understand the key elements that make up a memorable brand. So other than a website, what does branding involve exactly? Well, for a photographer, um, I would actually suggest that the website is one of the least important things that the photographer needs to do. There are two things that a photographer really has to make sure that they are able to do and do well. One, obviously, is take high-quality photographs that are interesting, but not interesting to them, interesting to people who may purchase their services. And then the second equally as important aspect of having a successful brand as a photographer, it's all about the experience that you provide. Uh, in today's world, especially with the internet, by the time a potential client reaches out to you and says, hey, I'm interested in having you take a portrait for me or having you do branding images for my company, 
they've essentially already decided on you. They've seen your work on Instagram or on your website or Facebook, wherever, and they're interested. So what is going to really seal the deal in terms of you getting that job and what is also going to keep that client coming back later is the experience that you give that client. Do you make it easy to work with that client? Do they enjoy working with you? If it's a personal client, like for a portrait, uh, did they have fun? Did they enjoy the way that you treated them? If it's a corporate client or a business, certainly it's going to be about how easy do you make it to work with them? They have a business to run. They have jobs to do. So they are looking for somebody that understands their needs and actually cares about their needs. And as a result, makes the process easier. So the website, of course, is important. It's an expectation in today's world. But I would would suggest the experience is something that is often overlooked. Uh, So apart from having high-quality images, what are some key elements that you must know inside out before you can start building your personal brand? Well, I think a personal brand starts literally uh, from, from the day that you, I guess we could say actually a personal brand is started from the day that we're born, but that's stretching a little bit. So, um, I mean, the personal brand is honestly about you. So I, I'm speaking obviously from the context of being a solo entrepreneur or a small business. For a, for a corporation or a company, that's certainly going to be a little bit different. But as a photographer, you are your brand. The way you behave, the things that you say on social media, the way you talk to people, the way you treat people, the amount of empathy that you show. Equally as important, the amount of energy and passion that you show not only for what you do with your photography, but also for the success of the people that you take photographs for and and in terms of how they use your photographs. All of those things um, should really come as second nature. So I think the way that you kind of get started is understanding the need for that and really working to make sure that's a habit. Those things don't come naturally to everyone. In fact, for photographers, I've never met a photographer in all of my years who purchased their first camera and fell in love with photography (laughs) because they wanted to make money. You know, us photographers, we're kind of a crazy bunch. We become passionate about what is an art form and a creative outlet and a hobby. And then we get this dumb idea. And the dumb idea is, wouldn't it be cool if we could make money with these things? And, you know, even better yet, wouldn't it be cool if we could pay our bills with these things? So then the challenge becomes, you're running a business. And once you're running a business, you have to realize it's not really about you. It's about your client. So I I look at all of those behaviors as habits. And I think that the sooner any solo entrepreneur can develop those values as habits and practice them every day, the, the sooner they're going to find themselves on a path to success and finding clients that really value what they do. So do you agree with the statement that with your photography business, a strong brand is going to start with you and your personality is going to play a significant role in attracting your dream clients? Absolutely, 100%. Okay, so um, how can your personality actually 
influence the way you attract these dream clients. So should you be like yourself uh, or there is like a set of character traits that usually attracts people to you as a photographer? Right. So it's it's challenging when we get into the personality aspect because uh, actually, especially in the photography world, there are many photographers who are introverts. They're quiet. They find themselves awkward speaking to people. I try to avoid the idea that there's a set of standards that you have to meet. What I encourage people to do is, number one, Always, when it comes to your business and, and presenting yourself in any kind of public forum, which includes social media, always try to be the best version of yourself. We live in a world that while obviously there are still a lot of issues when we talk about race and all those kinds of things, but people are more accepting of differences. So if you're working to be the best version of yourself, that's, that's the great first step. From, from there then your challenge becomes, why are you doing this in terms of what are your business goals? Where do you want to get to? That's really going to establish the bar of how hard do you have to work to either change your personal behaviors or to maybe learn some other skills. I, I think that for every solo entrepreneur, and especially photographers, one of the things that gets left out of the equation when you're learning photography is very few people tell you, you need to go and learn some basic business skills. And I don't mean just the, you know, how to do accounting and that kind of stuff and set your prices, but I also mean the idea of how to sell. And it's important to understand the, the concepts behind selling because really what that taught me when I was younger, it taught me to be very aware that this process of me making money as a photographer, it's not about me. It's about my client. So I have to learn to put myself in their shoes and meet their needs. So even an introvert, a really, really quiet person, if they understand it, if they're looking to make money, what they have to focus on is what do they need to provide that client? And by doing that, they're going to find that people are actually very tolerant of different personality types simply because their needs are being met. Yeah, that's an interesting approach. And I also agree that in any kind of activity that you do, so photography, uh, video creation, anything, you need to know some basics of online marketing, of business, of accounting, of everything. And one very essential rule, I think, of any business and online marketing, of course, is to deliver the right message to the right people at mm -hmm. the right time. So in your case, in case um, of being a photographer, branding photographer, so how do you decide who are these right people? So who is your client? Well, I think the first thing for photographers especially is to realize that not everyone can be your client. For various reasons. And that begins with the fact, um, I'm going to use a, a corny old quote that has been around for forever. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Not everyone will like what you do and like the way they do it. And I'm talking about the style and the look of your photographs. So we're, we'll leave the personality pieces out for a moment. Uh, not everyone is going to like or appreciate what you do. And that's okay. 
also, as you improve your technique and the quality of your work and you get better and smarter at business, not everyone will be able to afford you. And that's okay too. It doesn't mean that they don't deserve the opportunity to have images or to build their business, but it means they're just not your client, right? So um, I think that's actually the first thing to realize is that not everybody is is your your customer and not everybody has to be. Your challenge is to find your customers, find the people that are going to be drawn to the types of things that you do and you know, that you're offering and in part with your marketing, whether it be, you know, social media, whether it be any printed pieces, definitely on your website, you need to be very clear about that. A mistake that a lot of photographers make is they want to shoot portraits, let's say, and you go to their website and the first thing you see are these beautiful pictures of the Grand Canyon, which, you know, they're great pictures, but that's got, that's got nothing to do with a portrait. So it's, it's kind of like the idea, if your sink was broken, you're not going to call an electrician to fix it. So if you want to be a portrait photographer, you need to, to show portrait work. One of the, the challenges, because photographers tend to not learn about branding, is that so many photographers, their, their mission statement, if you will, it's, it's not very clear. And it's not even that they have to have a written mission statement, but when I look at your website or I look at your social media, it should be fairly apparent to me, this is what you do and you're really great at it. But if you're showing all your vacation pictures and what you had for dinner last night and, oh yeah, there's a few portraits, then you've got a very watered down brand. And have you had an experience when you, uh, for some reason, didn't like your client and you decided not to work with him? So, I mean, aren't all the clients good if they can afford your services? <laughs> that is, that is the, the new photographer's dilemma. That's what I refer to that as. So I have to give you two answers to that question. When I was younger... I would have argued with you, every client with money who's willing to give it to you is a great <laughs> client. And I found myself in a lot of really bad client relationships because I allowed myself to be taken advantage of, essentially. I was determined to make those clients happy, but I ignored all of the red flags that were honestly very obvious that this was just not the ideal client for me. So as I matured and got a little wiser, yes, I realized that um, the simple reality of being in business, as I mentioned before, not everyone is your client, not everyone can be your client, and a smart photographer will know when to say no and walk away. But even better yet, a smart photographer, and this applies really to any small business person, will not just say no and walk away, but what they will do because they have done networking, is they will help that client, who is definitely not their client, but help that client find the right provider by making a recommendation to go and see this photographer or go and see that photographer. Um, I, I recently just spoke with a very well-known food photographer here in the United States, and uh, actually even on her contact page on her website, because she's a very high-end photographer and she does work for you know all the big food brands, she actually has a little statement which breaks down, these are the type of costs that go into um, shooting a food project. If 
you are hoping to get a project done for less than $1,000, it would be wise for you to contact a local college that has a photography program or to potentially contact a food blogger in order to meet that budget. So she even, you know, basically tries to pre-qualify people on her contact form so that she doesn't get the small businesses that want 200 pictures for $200 contacting her and saying, hey, can you, you do this job? Because she feels obligated to, to re, you know, respond to them. Um, so I, I think it's a matter of, um, no, not every, every client with money is, is not good. You, you have to be honest with yourself. A big mistake that photographers often make is they take jobs, they say yes, and it's not the client's problem, it's their problem. They say yes to jobs that they're not really qualified to do. But the money's there, so they jump in and they do it, and then they fail, and they ultimately have a disappointed client, and that becomes bad word of mouth. Yeah. And the photographer, the food photographer that you were talking about is Christina mm -hmm. Peters, yes? Ah, yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, I just, listened just to that her. episode yesterday. That was yeah. great. She is. She's awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. And and brilliant at business. Very focused yeah. on business. Yeah, I like that episode. Very cool. Yeah, I agree that you can and you should even try to be everything to everyone. But how do you become the right photographer for the right people? How do you get your ideal clients to notice you? That's a great question. So it, it really depends on, it, it's going to vary depending on the genre of photography that you're doing. So for instance, uh, and we'll, we'll focus just on social media for this. Let's say that you're a wedding photographer. Um, here in the United States, if you're a wedding photographer, obviously you want your pictures to be on Instagram, but you also want your pictures to be on LinkedIn, excuse me, not LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest. And you certainly want to have some pictures on Facebook, because that's where you're going to find the brides. But yet, it's also going to be important for that wedding photographer to not online, but in person, attend bridal shows and events that almost every new bride is going to attend. Also, for that bridal photographer, that wedding photographer, they need to build a network and establish relationships. That network is going to be made up of um, reception halls, DJs caterers, florists, uh, all other companies that provide service to brides so that they can also, you know, develop a network where they are going to get referrals. From a portrait photographer, certainly Instagram is important on social media, Pinterest not so much, Facebook fairly important, but let's say this portrait photographer is going to specialize in business portraits, headshots, uh, marketing images for corporations, et cetera. Well, then it's also wise for them to be on LinkedIn, but offline, it's important for them to get involved with their, if they're, especially in their, if they're in a smaller town, it's important for them to get involved with their local chamber of commerce. The local chamber of commerce is going to give them direct access and excellent networking opportunities to all of the local business owners. So, I'm okay. a big fan of the relationship concept. That's why you didn't hear me talking about doing direct mail or paid ads or any of that. I'm all, as a people photographer, especially, business is all about relationships. So when you're trying to find the right people for your brand, you kind of need to create content that will appeal to them. And so in your case, in your experience, so how mm -hmm. do you create that content? What social media networks do you use? 
Well, for me, so at this point, my again, my primary business now is is actually education. So I'm looking to get people to hire me to do presentations, to teach them, um, to do workshops, et cetera. So as an example, when I post on Instagram, I don't just post a picture. Um, when I post on Instagram, it's four or five images that you can swipe in a carousel, but they are showing behind the scenes photos or behind the scenes video clips, or they're showing lighting diagrams. I talk about what gear was used and I talk about the why I took that picture. My mission statement in my business is helping photographers develop a solid understanding of the hows and whys behind taking consistently great photographs. So everything that I put on social media, everything has to meet that criteria. It's got to be giving a new photographer insight into how to do it best and why you would make the choices that you make. So Instagram is definitely big for me. YouTube is big for me where I'm doing um, educational videos on YouTube and I do a weekly live stream show. They're primarily, they exist primarily almost as an audition so that people see me teaching. They see my style, they see the energy, and they're going to say, we have to have this guy. We want him to present for our organization or we want to attend a workshop with him. So that's really why I'm doing that. YouTube helps me create the demand for the education that I'm providing. On the shooting side of things, at this point in my career, I have a small group of clients that I've had for probably close to two decades that I shoot with for a few times a year, but I, I'm not actively seeking new clients. Now, my new clients are other photographers. So my challenge is, as a photographer, we all love the gear, and the gear is expensive. You know, it's like our toys. So my challenge is, is to convince photographers that they don't need to buy as many toys. What they need to do is invest their time and their effort and their money into education to improve their abilities. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. I'm far from photography, though I had a few photo shoots in mm -hmm. the past, but it's so interesting and I'm just listening and listening and listening and actually I would listen to you forever. But oh, uh, <laughs> how can my audience learn more about you and your educational services? Uh, the best thing to do is start at my website, which is www.joeedelman.com. And from there, you'll find links to my YouTube channel, which has, uh, gosh, we're over 500 videos at this point. Uh, my website has uh, just over 300 articles all about photography, lighting, posing, portraiture, you name it. And of course, it has links to all of my social channels. And my personal recommendation is to listen to Joe's podcast because it's really very interesting. And as I have already said, I'm far from photography, but I listened to a pair of episodes and it's very cool and interesting. And that's cool. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you for the conversation, Joe. So my last question for today is, do you have a kind of motto or maybe you have some message that you would like to leave my listeners with? Oh, gosh. Um, well, the one thing that I try to tell all photographers, uh, have fun. Remember why. Why is my favorite word in the English language? Because it's, it's a word that little kids ask all the time, and we try to get them to stop asking that question. And I think it's a shame that we try to get 
people to stop asking the question, why is the key to everything? You know, as a business person and a photographer, if you remember why you picked up the camera in the first place, why you fell in love with photography, it helps guide you so that you're making business choices and building a business that allows you to do the things that you love and that you enjoy, and hence you're going to have fun with. So for me, the advice, remember your why and have fun. And then it doesn't feel like hard work because we all know running a business, it's hard work. Yeah, thank you. Almost the same message I always leave uh, my attendees of the webinars with. I always say them, enjoy the journey on Instagram. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Thank you once again for conversation. It was fun. Oh, thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Take care. This is a podcast sponsored by Combin.com. Grow and manage your Instagram safely and organically with Combin Growth and Combin Scheduler. Instagram promotion is easy. Combin.com.